Welcome back to another week of college football here at Homefield Tailgate. Week nine is here. We are um, two thirds of the way, or almost two thirds of the way through the season. Awesome games um, this week. Or I mean, the slate's okay. It's fine. It's okay. Um, last week was a great week. We had a lot of several good games. You know, USC lost their second game in a row. Ole Miss goes to Auburn and wins for the first time ever at night at Jordan Hare. Yeah, it was a great week. We'll kind of go around the horn, get everyone's first impressions. Uh, Cole, why don't we start with you? How was Auburn? Um, Auburn was great. Very good weekend all around, um, other than the fact that the Airbnb I had booked for two months canceled on me the Thursday before. Um, so that was exciting. But we got a better um, place. It's good. Last minute, very big, very nice, right on Lake Martin. And uh, just hung out there Friday night, Saturday. We went to Auburn, spent all day there, got to tailgate a little bit, went to two of my favorite bars ever, Southeastern before the game and then Sky Bar after. There we go. Um, then obviously the game was great, other than our first half being terrible. Yep. Performance on the football field, which we'll get into later, but it's always – a hard place to play, a good place to win. Addison, you had a hell of a week on the on the book, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went uh, – technically, I went 10 and 5. Uh, my Penn State bet did not hit, but it was free play I had, so it didn't necessarily count against my – Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm on the green side of the bubble, so I got a Venmo today. There we um, go. Yeah, I saw that you were up like what, like eight units or something like that on action on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I was up uh twelve and a half ish units. Yeah. Jeez, dude. Let's I, go. I was technically ten and four. Okay. And I love the board. I, I told my coworker, I said this could be one of those big weeks. And uh it was for me. So yeah. Will, how was Auburn? Wonderful. Got to see. It's always nice when you see the Colt lose, and then you slowly see them unravel as the game unfolds. Just the very passive-aggressive nature of Auburn fans. They won't really say things to your face, but uh, you can yeah, feel they it. Love, yeah, you can feel it. Yep. Whew. Well, that's good. Um, glad that we finally got a win tonight. What? Wow. Why don't you tell everybody about your 55 miles you ran? Um, yeah, I was in Nashville this weekend for an ultra marathon. I ran it with uh, Drew Scott and Ridge Brohow. Um, started at 7 a.m., finished around 5, 5.15. Yeah, it was, it was fun, really painful. Um, I don't really have any toenails anymore. Um, but, yeah, um, I really have nothing to say about it. It was a cool experience. Nice, man. I could never. Very, very impressive. You could. Anyone can do it. I promise. That. Huh. <laughs> no. Me, Addison, and Will will try it one day. <laughs> I, I'll be rooting y'all on. I'll bring the stuff at the aid stations for y'all. It'll be a good time. What um? What games kind of, as far as week eight goes, I obviously, because of the ultra, I didn't get to watch a lot of these. I saw the night game, so, like, you know, the Auburn game, obviously, the USC game, a little bit of the Washington-Arizona State game. But for the most part, I didn't really see a ton of the morning games. Are there any ones that you all liked in, like, general? The morning games were awesome. Okay. Um, of course, I was disappointed in Ohio State, Penn State. But mm -hmm. after watching those, I feel like the Big Ten's down a little bit. They should cakewalk to a Big Ten championship. Um, with that being said, you know, it's one game off against Penn State, one game off against Ohio State. Um, they could lose, but they shouldn't. Um, I think they're far and away the best team in that conference. Yeah. Um, despite their advantages that they've uh, received recently. But outside of that, um, uh, Arkansas, Mississippi State, super ugly, disgusting game. Neither quarterback threw for 100 yards. Um, so less than 200, 200 yards of offense passing in the game. Yeah. Arkansas kicked a field goal their first drive. That was their only points. Um, Arkansas uh, State scored a touchdown at some point in the first half. That was their only points. 
Um, I had Arkansas minus six and a half. I thought that they would and should have beaten State. Um, so wasn't exactly happy with that outcome. What was the other game? Let me tell you, my favorite game was Oklahoma UCF. Yeah, so I was seeing watching some of that as well. Saw that. Yeah. I didn't have a play in it, so I was paying more attention to the other two, but that was a good game. Yeah, I had Oklahoma in a teaser minus 11. And um, whenever I knew that wasn't going to hit, I was just pulling for chaos. I was wanting the fighting JRPs to get on Norman with a win. The fighting piano boys. But, yeah, I agree with everything. Uh, Michigan, I think, is the best team in the Big Ten, but that's not really saying much after – Say, I, I, there's three games I get excited for, and it's whenever big Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State all play each other because the other teams in the conference are just terrible. Um, it's really just not even worth watching anything. And I'm not just saying that they antagonize, it's just miserable football, but it is fun watching the Ohio State, Penn State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan, Ohio State games. I, I do love those games. Um, I think the Big Ten is going to be a lot more fun next year with a couple of lot. West Coast. Oh, West yeah, yeah. Coast coming It'll be a lot better. It may be I more think right now, top to bottom, the Big Ten is third best conference, top to bottom. Maybe tied with the Big 12 for third best. I think it's SEC and Pac-12 and then Big Ten, Big 12. I'd agree with that. AC, I mean, and ACC has a case, too. Uh, I would put Big Ten above the ACC for sure. Yeah, but they – I mean, I they had – yeah, yeah they, I mean, North, North Carolina lost, so that, that hurts the ACC. We, we need to talk about North Carolina losing more than just that. Like, we need to actually break that down here for a second. North yeah, Carolina lost to – people were saying the worst team in the Power Five. Yeah, that was a really bad loss, and – I would say, you know, that's the game. So I'll compare it to, to this week for Ole Miss. No one expects Ole Miss to lose to Vanderbilt. College right. football, any given Saturday, yeah. sometimes it can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like everybody's, oh, Ole Miss is going to beat Vanderbilt. Well, you could do it in North Carolina. I don't think Ole Miss will, not saying that. But um, no one expected North Carolina. People, A lot of people thought North Carolina would drop a game, but not to Virginia. My goodness. Yep. That was yep. awful. And I think – Maybe Virginia had a touchdown called back or something also. They could have won by more. I didn't get to watch any of that, but that's pretty surprising. I mean, well, sounds yeah, like – It was during the Ole Miss game. I didn't blame you. Sounds like North Carolina – yeah, I was preoccupied. Uh, North Carolina just got tight. Like, they were playing not to lose instead of playing to win. From yeah. what I've Let's talk about the, um, the Tennessee-Alabama game, too. I didn't watch this game, obviously – American Jeep told us the score at halftime. It seemed like Tennessee had been crushing it. And then Alabama found a way to win. I think they scored 24 consecutive points in the fourth or in the second half to Tennessee zero. I don't know. Y'all watch the games. Do y'all have any insight there? Yeah. I actually fell asleep during it (laughs) and missed a decent amount. But uh, Alabama's been a second half team all year. Yep. Um, And, um, Oh, my gosh, not Milro. Tennessee's quarterback. Why did I just blank on his name? Milton. Milton. Joe Milton. Uh, he looked really good in the first half. That's probably the yeah. best half of football he's had all year. And then in the second half, he was his normal self. Um, yeah, Alabama just – when they can when they flip the switch, they show that they can still be top tier, top dog, yep. one of the best teams in the country mm-hmm. when they flip the switch. Yep. But – they haven't played a full no, half of football yet this good. year. Like they yeah. have yet to play a like a like a full game. They usually yeah. pick like a half or a quarter, and they're elites in that half or quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they haven't played a full sixty minutes yet. I, I don't think because you know last week versus Arkansas, they dominated the first half. Like they were crushing yeah. it, and then they fell asleep in the second half. Counterintuitively, this year, this week, they kind of were sleepwalking in the first half, dominated the second half. Interesting trend. Yep. Um, let's see. I think what let's go ahead, was, their red zone performance. I mean, when they got up like 13 nothing, 17 nothing, it should have been like 21, 24 nothing because they kicked two field goals within the red zone, um, in the first half. Um, so that really hurt them. And then I was at Tommy Tuberville's tent watching this bits and pieces, talking to the center, 
uh, he gave me his blocks of the week, which was kind of ironic and funny. Um, glad our taxpayer dollars are going to that. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it was interesting. I don't know. Sound like the rest were Tennessee fans were complaining about. I don't know if that's legit or not, but it was Alabama had one penalty the entire game, and Tennessee had like eight in the second half. Won it, the entire game. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous the disparity but i mean they don't cause you to get shut out 27 nothing in the second half truth is if tennessee just played half decent they should have closed that game out tennessee blew it like they did i didn't even watch the game but if you're up that big at half you blow it you know Another game, um, Clemson-Miami took two overtimes. Lock of the week, Miami plus four and a half, or I guess it was three and a half when we placed our bets. For me, that was my 401k lock. Feeling good about that one. Um, Panic time in Clemson. Did y'all see what Dabo said last week? This was last week. He was like, we should probably start losing more because, like, the bandwagon's too big, essentially. What does that even mean? I don't know. Kind of dumb. Dejon Anthony, seven forced incompletions this season, leads all power five safeties. Really? Okay. Any other games we want to talk about, or do we want to get into the reason why Will's camera's not on? No, let's get into the news. Uh, pretty... so, all right. Will, we're going to keep this very cordial. Okay. Everyone that doesn't know and lives under a rock, the past couple of weeks it's been coming out that a Michigan staffer has been scouting, in-person scouting, illegal, by the way, in-person scouting other teams' games, videoing them, illegal, documenting it, illegal, and keeping it on a computer, a public computer, inside the Michigan football facility where other coaches have access there's no these facts it's also documented that there is a there was a budget set up for this of fifteen thousand dollars roughly and uh interns were paid to go to other teams games and film them on these weeks have i missed any high points the michigan manifesto I didn't read all that. That 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 part is pretty wild to me and like somewhat chaotic. But if that's true, I saw a tweet. Men will literally write a 600-page Google Doc on the franchise of a football team instead of going to therapy. I did see that. That's funny. That um, article did not say interns. They did not send Michigan staffers. They got people locally to go one person did who's that one person connor stallions okay and are we to are we to believe he operated alone i don't say what you believe or what not what you believe has no bearing on any of what you can prove what you can prove you also use the word illegal and the ncaa is not a legal entity the correct term would be violation filming you can you can a random Same. person can go no, a random person can go and film the game if they want. That's not against the law. What other? What else did you say that was wrong? Um, it is a violation to film another team sideline and record their signals. To do in-person scouting is a violation. <laughs> NCAA rule violation. Yeah, y'all are also acting like it's going to get Michigan the freaking death penalty. It is a like – None of us have said that. No one has used that. No No one one has said that. No one has said that. No one has even said Michigan's going to get in trouble for this. Yeah. Addison, you called it organized crime and the worst (laughs) form of cheating in college athletics. Did I say Michigan was going to get in trouble? All right. And I made a comparison to organized crime where there's a a budget, a plan. Sounds like the mafia. and the plan acted out, and there's a paper trail. To one person. It does not prove that anybody else was involved. 
Can we just talk about how idiotic this person is? And honestly, that is a fair argument that I'm willing to hear out of how crazy this guy was. But you cannot look, it might come out, there might be, oh my gosh, Sharon Moore and Mentor had Michigan's coordinators, for those who don't know, had access to this. They were on it. They made edits. They changed. They proved that they were involved. That hasn't happened yet, though. All that's shown is that it's him. And how did how did this PI firm get it? That's what we were. Wondering. That's what we're. Tra- we were yeah. talking about that before you came on. Like we have no idea. Sounds like salty grapes from a rival down south. I actually think Allegation. he hired the hired the third party firm. You think who? Sankey. You think Will? That's an Will. That's an assumption. Do you think the SEC is going to allow um, another conference to have an advantage over us in the playoff and championship? You're crazy. Will, that was an assumption. Okay, listen. Assumption Harbor. No, you had the assumption saying that a faulty rival hired. Okay, so y'all are allowed to have assumptions and just – no, no. I, Ed, I, Michigan, and I can't have an assumption on the other. I'm, that's my proving my point. No, no, we no, don't no, know. No, 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 I'm saying I haven't said my spill yet. I'm waiting for all. I this. will say this: whoever hired the third party entity to uh, investigate did not do anything incorrectly. There's no. I mean, they didn't do anything illegally. And how did the, did uh, the private investigative firm get the computer and the evidence? A mole inside Michigan. Someone was disgruntled and turned it over. We don't know that though. No, I know, but this is where we can assume. I mean, what what do you think happened? How do you think they got it? I think Ohio State hired a PI firm, and they illegally accessed Michigan's computers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they broke so this private. This well, do you also believe the election was stolen? No comment. <laughs> This legally operating private investigator firm broke the law to obtain this information. You know what, Addison? I have no clue and I have no idea. And I don't give a shit. So let's move on. I'm not done talking about this. I've had Cole hasn't had his bill yet either. Yeah. No, you want to know what's going on? Is they're trying to find a reason that Michigan is kicking everybody's ass. All That's right, so what's going conspiracy. on. Michigan is on a march to 15 and 0, and they're trying to find any way to distract and stop. So it's a conspiracy against Michigan. Yes, it is. By the NCAA? You're, yep. They don't like Harbaugh. That's been proven pretty. They were going after the man for a $10 cheeseburger. He got a three game suspension for it. It's us against the world, Will. So the NCAA has conspired to keep Michigan out of the college playoff. They're trying. They're trying their damnedest. It's not going to work. Okay. Now, okay. please, let's well, talk about something else before. I, I think that it's there's not enough information the to be proven. still hasn't gone. Yeah. I think – I'll go. I think he did it, and I think people knew about it. But it's not about that. It's about what you can prove. So unless more information comes out, that proves that they knew and that it was an organized crime, as Addison has said, then nothing's going to happen, and it'll be a slap on the wrist. But if something more comes out, then that's a different conversation. But I think he did it, and I think they knew about it, but they can't prove that. Oh, yeah. Anyone that thinks uh, that Michigan, other people inside the organization didn't have anything to do with it is pretty naive. Yeah, they got their head up their ass. That's what that is. Yep. So there's two things here. One, do I believe Michigan's the only school doing this? No. No. I don't. Do I think they're the dumbest school that is doing this? Yes. Because storing this information on like a like the school's computer or whatever, which I just found out At about. Michigan.edu. Yeah. Yeah. Use the dude using his own personal Venmo and like not even being like, I mean, I do private payments like for paying rent. Yeah. Like if you're doing this and you know it's illegal, why would you have a public Venmo statement on? Like, there's just, and I can name 10 other things that he's done that's just so stupid. But I think that Michigan's the only school. No, they're just the stupidest ones that are doing it. Um, 
Will they be made an example of? I don't know. We'll we'll see. There, really, I think they should there really isn't any precedent uh, on this type of stuff um, from the yeah. So they'll have to be. I mean, so I mean, also with that's the what I'm saying. Are they going to be an example of to deter other people in the future? Because technology is only getting better. There's no telling what's going to, what is going to be available five years from now. Like. Being stubborn uh, also takes years to make decisions. Like, you think they're just going to decide with this in the next four weeks? No, they're not. Well, if anything, well, the NCAA, um, this is a unique case where the NCAA has never had a private firm hand them this much evidence at That's one weird. time either, though. Um, so perhaps the NCAA, if they were going to do something, they could do it quicker. Well, they're on campus in Michigan like this week, aren't they? Uh, I actually don't know that. I don't remember. I read about. that somewhere. I'm not yeah. sure. Um, so they here's, but here's here's the happened. other one more oh, thing. Will's got one thing to say. The one second, Will. The fact, like we can make all the assumptions we want. I agree. We're not even thinking that this Connor dude is the only person behind this. Like, there's no way. Like. This was a group effort by Michigan, and I'm not saying that they're the only ones that do it. I'm saying there's other schools that probably did it too. But it was definitely a group-coordinated effort. Should there be a penalty of some sort? Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's enough evidence to where I believe it should. Um, now, will they do anything about it? Probably not. But what will happen, let's say Michigan wins, goes 15-0, it's going to be like the Astros World Series where people kind oh, of put up. Shut the hell up. <laughs> and asterisks, people are going to question the legitimacy. And that's not a. That's, that's not. That's not. That's not one second. One second. That's not saying Michigan um, did anything terrible or not. But with all this coming out now, people are going to question the legitimacy of a title for Michigan. And that is just something that, I mean, people are just going to do. I mean, you can't help that other people are going to think that way. All right, let's let Will talk, and then we'll move on. 1994, when this rule was enacted, the main crux of this is in-person scouting, correct? You're not supposed to do that. That's a no-no, according to the NCAA rules. It's a violation, or as Addison called it, illegal, right? Well, why don't we go back to why they did it? According to the NCAA, it was a cost-cutting measure because schools like Louisiana Monroe can't afford to send people to games to in-person scout. In-person scout was in-person scouting was legal at one point. The NCAA, many of us were born. The NCAA says it is a minimal competitive advantage based on it. Based on in-person. That's the case. Why would Michigan spend so much money doing it? And I don't think fifteen thousand dollars is not a bunch of money to Michigan. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! So it's Michigan's money now. It's not. <laughs> whoa, it's not a lot of money to Michigan. Look, okay, let's pick, Michigan probably did all of this. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. It's okay. what you can prove. All right, we oh, can yeah. move on. We can move on. No. Real quick, real quick. I have a question though. Do we believe that the um, this could has possibly altered the outcomes of games? No. Oh, come on. No. It I think it has. Michigan no. got stops on plays on defense that they wouldn't have gotten before. On offense, they could have gotten uh, bigger plays than they would have gotten before. It definitely could have altered games, outcomes. We see week in and week out, three to four plays can alter the outcome of college football games. Yep. And having the other team signs can definitely impact three to four plays. It's crazy because several other college football coaches completely disagree with you. Well, then why would Michigan do this in the first place if they didn't think it was going to impact the game at all? It helps. It helps a smidge, like a little. A smidge is all you need sometimes. It's all you need. Not when you beat Ohio State by 23 points at, on the road. That that does it is not well. I, I, part of me wants to agree with you because of how sucky the Big Ten is, other than you and Ohio State. 
So, yeah, it probably didn't have that much of an advantage because of how terrible your conference is. All right. I'm kind of sick of talking about this. We're just talking in yeah. circles. Everyone say they're going to beat Ohio State by that many points. Feeling signs is not illegal. In-person scouting by NCAA words is a minimal competitive advantage. The asterisk said the same. Everyone is blowing this out of proportion because they are salty. Michigan is kicking the shit out of everybody. So no, Michigan is 15 and 0 and hoisting up that golden trophy in four months or three months, however long it is. Y'all can all kiss my ass. For the record, I'm not salty about Michigan being good at football at all. I think college football is better when they're good. One thing that Michigan should have done while they were doing this, they should have took a game to TCU, but they, apparently they missed that stop. So maybe we'll cover all the top ten this year. Yeah, maybe they will. All right, let's get into the preview portion of the show. Um, we're right on time, which is great. First Big Ten game we'll go to, Indiana at Penn State, over-under is set at 46. Penn State suffers their first loss on the road last week. Indiana, who really cares? Addison, you go first. Yeah, I put this game on here just because Penn State overdog of the week again. Uh, they're a 32-point favorite at home. Bouncing, coming back off of a loss. Uh, I think they bounce back. Indiana's not very good. Uh, James Franklin loves to cover. He knows the spread. Penn State should cover this. I concur. Um, you know what? Why not? Sure. Penn State cover. Well, Penn State, 31, Indiana, three. Indiana backdoor covers with the last second field. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> All righty. Next, we're heading to Orlando, Florida, where it's still warm outside. West Virginia is traveling to UCF. They are a seven-point underdog over under set at 58 and a half. Mr. Holloma. Oh, West Virginia is kind of spiraling right now. Yeah. I like uh, I like Central Florida here to cover. I'll take the fighting Mickey Mouses to cover too. Um, what is it weird? Are y'all seeing BYU and UCF play these Big 12 conference games? Because I see it like, you know, Houston, Texas or – BYU and Kansas, and I'm thinking it's still non-conference games. I forget that they're in the Big 12. I've done the same thing. Yeah, it, for me, it makes me think less of the Big 12 just because I see those teams with Big 12 on their jersey. And I know I shouldn't, but whatever. I think it makes One more it year fun. of relevancy. I think it makes it more fun. Yeah. Cincinnati is the one that's odd to me. Actually, like BYU kind of fits, I feel like. I think UCF finally has a healthy quarterback. So Houston fits. I'm gonna go with them. Yeah, Houston fits. Uh yeah, John Rise is healthy, it seems, and uh West Virginia's spiraling. Uh and it's at the bounce house. It is. Um, so I'll take UCF. Uh I actually think it's a push. I think UCF wins about seven. If you can get six and a half, I, I think I'll play this if it comes down. Yeah. Maybe something, maybe a, a teaser could be in play for UCF this week. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma minus 10 at Kansas. Uh, Oklahoma cannot run the football. They're not a good good running team. Um, I think Kansas can keep this within 10. I, I like Kansas to cover here. Yeah. I like Kansas outright. Mm, I like it. Road game. Money line pick. Road game. Kansas has a very good offense. Yeah. You said, quarterback, starting quarterback uh, out, but the backup quarterback seems to be solid. At, um, yeah. Quarterback is out. He's been out for like the past. He's been out for like a yeah. month. Oh, uh, okay. I haven't watched a single game of Kansas all year. Totally fine, brother. No worries. 
Well, let's head to the SEC. Um, South Carolina is traveling to College Station. They are a 14 and a half point dog over under at 53 and a half. Will? Who is GA? Who put you? Oh, never mind. Um, I'm trying to think how big I want to make this because I think Texas A&M is going to win by 20 plus. Okay. Can you explain? South Carolina is bad at football. Really, really, really bad. Texas is just okay. Texas A&M is okay at football. That's my explanation. The only thing that keeps South Carolina in this game is Rattler. Um, I think uh, Rattler's really good, Cole, too, but he's going to have half a second to throw the ball. He's playing offensive line for South Carolina, like Will, you know? You can't (laughs) play that well from your back. (laughs) Yeah, I think – I kind of think it wins by 14. Anytime I see a hook like this, I just know Vegas is baiting you to take the uh, the underdog um, because of that half a point. So – I'm going to be smart here, side with Vegas, and I think A&M wins this game. I, I don't think South Carolina is going to score a whole lot. Yeah. Um, and South Carolina's defense is not as good as, say, Tennessee's. I think A&M, especially coming off a bye, can, uh, hopefully they can uh, make some offensive adjustments and uh, score some points. I, I think at home, coming back off the bye, A&M covers 14 and a half against. Yeah. Uh, not a good, not a good uh, South Carolina team. All righty. Yeah, I think Aiden wins by 20. Let's head to Jacksonville, Florida, gentlemen, shall we? Georgia and Florida are playing huge rivalry over under is 47 and a half. And Florida is getting 14 and a half points. Cole Blue, you want to start? No, y'all start. I'll go one second. I have a thought. This okay. is another one just like just like the other game. We were I was talking. about to say that. I, see that. I see that hook. Vegas is baiting you to take Florida. They did this in the national championship game against TCU. Same line. Um, Georgia's going to be awake for this game. Florida's not there yet. Georgia covers this one. Now, Georgia's schedule is about to get a little bit tougher. Mm-hmm. This is the first one of that. They're going to be awake for this one. Uh, so, I, I think they win this one by, by more than that. Um, I think I like the under here also. I think it'll be a very low-scoring game, too. I think it'll be kind of hairy in the third, like 14-7-ish, but, like, I, I'd say a prayer for Graham Mertz against that defense. That is going to be horrendous. We saw him play against Kentucky. We saw him play against Utah. He lights up bad teams, but he doesn't know how to – operate as a quarterback when there is any resistance in front of him as proven by his big 10 experience yeah. so, of what y'all just said talking about the under and the 14 and a half i love a teaser with uga um minus what eight and a half and over under set at 41 and a half taking the under no over under will be 54 and a half yeah, yeah i'm gonna take that i like that I like that a lot. But I agree with you all. I think that this is kind of a hook. Um, UJ is obviously the better team. Florida's also pretty lucky to be 5-2. and two. So good for them. But Georgia's still got a lot of stuff they have ahead of them. They'll take care of business here. And then their hardest fourth – like this is their hardest three game, four games in a row, you know. You have this game, you have Missouri, you have Ole Miss, and then you have Tennessee back to back to back to back. So they'll be ready for this one. But things are about to get hairy for them. I think I'm going against all of y'all. I'm going to give Florida to cover. Like, I kind of see it. Okay. I think Florida may have a lead, like, after the, like, a weird, like, first quarter tied at half. And then okay. I think Georgia wins by, like, I don't know, 13 or something. Okay. State Auburn will be an interesting game. It's going to be. Interesting is a good word to put it. I can tell you, uh, this might be my lock of the week under 43 and a half. That's my favorite over under of the week. Yeah, both these offenses are anemic. Um, I think, I think, Auburn, I think you, 
Yeah, I think Hugh gets his first win as an, for an SEC win for Auburn here, though. I like Auburn to win, but it's going to be like 13-10, maybe less than that. I don't yeah, know. I think Auburn I, – I lean Auburn with this just because of the home field. Um, I'm predicting Auburn three, Mississippi State two. Oh, throwback. That'd be great. Yeah. I'm, I'm going state covers, but Auburn wins. Yeah, I, I kind of think uh, like 13 to 10. Uh, maybe I just saw Thomas's and that's what popped in my head. That's okay. Uh, dang. Yeah, something like that. Nine to six, 12 to, 12 to nine, something like that. I, I like Ooh, the other. What game has less points this week? Is that wait? Is Iowa playing this week? Do we know? Oh, gosh. I, I don't know. Thank God they're out of the top 25. They are not playing this week. Okay. So this is our Iowa game of the week. Just take this under and ride with it. I have a teaser. This I game played that under and it tease the under and then uh tease Auburn or tease, tease the under. Like so it'll be what like 50 points. Uh, and then 49 and a half. I would do that and then state plus like eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. 12 and a half. Yeah. I like that a lot. I'm going to do that. This is probably my favorite Pac-12 game we have this week. I guess it's probably the best Pac-12 game we have this week. I would assume. Oregon is going to Utah. Oregon's a six and a half point favorite over under a set at 48. Utah is really good at home. They just had another bullying, not really bully, but just beat um, USC for the fourth time in a row. Is that right? I'm pretty that's sure that's their fourth time in a row. I know I'm like, that, I know 100 percent it's three times in a row. I'm pretty sure on the on the TV it said it's their fourth time in a row, which is crazy. Lincoln Riley's never beaten Utah. Um, but yeah, this will be a great game. Oregon's coming off a bye week. No, they just played Washington State. Excuse me. Um, I guess I'll go first. I like the I over. Think, you like the over at 48? Uh-huh. I think no, Oregon wins this game closely. I'm, I think I'm probably going to play Utah here. That's fair. I mean, Six I think, I think Utah home. covers. I want to say that. But I think Oregon wins like 21-24. Yeah. yeah. And Oregon <laughs> plays defense. I mean – Oh, y'all know what we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about how bad Washington was this past weekend. Holy yeah, cow. They had, what, four turnovers in the first half alone? They had two picks. Two picks and a fumble. I know that. I think I was expected after that week before. You're just so amped up and everything. And then, you know. They were lucky they won. What? He, uh, he dropped. They were lucky they won. He, yes. He had a huge lead in the Heisman odds, and he dropped pretty yeah. precipitously. Is JJ the the favor right now? Yeah, McCarthy is. Well, I put ten dollars on him at the beginning of the year, so he's looking pretty good. Daniels, Daniels is the husband, in my opinion. Daniels is the husband. Well, they got to win out. And if he's so good, if JJ has the games that I think he does against Penn State and Ohio State at the end of the season, he's going to win the Heisman. See. I hate how the has I agree with such I agree. a moment thing because I, I think it should go to the best player, and I think Daniels is the best player. He's incredible. Yep. I agree with you. Nothing against J.J. McCarthy, but, I mean, who would I want to be my quarterback? Daniels. Regardless, got off track. Utah is hard to win in Salt Lake. Give me Utah outright. I like it. I love it. I love it. I hope you're right. I love it. Duke plus four and a half at Louisville. This is a really intriguing game to me. Um, Another game I like the under in. I think uh, Duke plays real defense. Um, Louisville isn't great offensively. Um, I like Duke outright. I like Duke Moneyline. Duke's backup quarterback. Riley Leonard's out, and I think last week's loss to Florida State is going to prove crushing, and this is going to be kind of a hangover spot. Louisville had a bye week last week. Coming after their 
pretty bad loss. They still have everything in front of them. I think Louisville blows them out. Especially at home. I'm going with I'm going with my school for two months of two months. <laughs> Good cards, baby. That time you almost went there. That time that I had an apartment there for about a month. <laughs> I was essentially enrolled in school there. Speaking of another school in Kentucky, Tennessee is coming to Kentucky. They are three and a half point favorite over under set at 51 and a half. Mr. Blue, do you want to go? Or Dr. Blue, do you want to go first? Kentucky no, no. money line. Taking it. I'm taking it. I just yeah. have a I had a feeling with Kentucky, Florida a couple of weeks back and it proved me right. And I, I'm for some reason I have that feeling on them again. So I'm taking money on. Okay. I like it. I hate this game. I do too. I could, it could go either way. For the sake of this podcast, I'm going to say Tennessee, but I'll be listening intently to Big Bets on campus Friday to hear their thoughts on it. Hopefully they do this game. Yep. This game scares me too. I was taking a look at on the action website or action app where the money is. And I don't know, Addison, have you seen this, but I'll read it. Look. 58% of the bets are on Kentucky. 81% of the money is on Kentucky. That's Man. a huge differential. Like a plus 30% plus thirty differential. Roughly. That's crazy. Yep. So that's scary. But I think Kentucky coverage because of that. I think Tennessee wins. They just this I, is a game yeah. they typically win. I'm going with history, and I think Tennessee has a uh, better defense than Kentucky, and a better running back. Well, no, Ray Davis is pretty good, but uh, I don't know. It, I can see, like you said, this game could go either way. This is yep. a this is a toss up for third place in the in the East. Mm-hmm. All right, should we get to the 401? We didn't talk about – I know we covered the Georgia game already, but and you briefly hinted on it. Do you all think Georgia comes out of this stretch, four-game stretch, three and that? Nope. Nope. I told you all before – I told you on the, on the pre, pre, preseason preview that Georgia's over-under was 11-and-a-half, and I took the under for their mm-hmm. total wins. So, I think they lose. Okay, so out of Missouri, Florida, Ole Missouri, Miss, Tennessee, Ole Miss. What is their record? Three and one. Three and one. They lose. Three and one. They lose and they only drop one. They only drop one. Yep. I do think you have who that one will be to, or do you want to wait? It'll be it'll be to Tennessee. It'll be Ole Miss. Okay. What about a shot with Missouri? You think Missouri has a chance? Yeah, yeah Missouri almost beat them last year. Yeah, but that's a different Missouri team, and that's the one game that Georgia kind of did not show up for. That's fair. Missouri should have beat them. Didn't they miss a they, goal or extra? No, that, you're thinking the Missouri-Auburn game where Auburn won. Missouri should have won that game. I think but, something similar happened in the Georgia game, though. I don't recall, but it was close. Missouri had a lead. Yeah. I mean, they led by a lot. Um, I can't recall completely, but. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. I mean, I th- I agree. I think they kind of dropped one game. Um, I have two in mind. I think I'm with you, Will. I kind of am leaning toward the Tennessee game most since it's on the road. That's kind of how I, I think am. they're gonna. I think because I mean they they're gonna have to get up for both Ole Miss and Missouri. This Ole week will be proven to, to see how Ole, it goes without Brock Bowers. Ole Miss has proven they're not going to get blown. I don't think they're going to go into Athens and get blown out. I think they're going to test Georgia. Um, I think it'll be a four quarter game, but I expect Georgia to pull away kind of late, getting ahead of ourselves with that game. But that's going to be an emotionally taxing game for Georgia. And then you turn around and go into the loudest environment in the country where they have that game circled. That's that everybody's going to have that. You have a target on your back. If 
Georgia struggles in Jordan Hare with the noise, they're going to struggle struggle in Neyland. So but th- that's, that's what I'm. That's, that's kind of that's the fair. That's fair. I, I like that. I like that uh, take and that. What you were saying about them having to get up, I agree. I think each week it's going to get harder and harder for them. Like so, Florida, they should handle. I still think Florida covers just because neutral side. I think it'll be just a weird game. Not, I mean, being used to not playing with Bowers. Then, like you said, they're going to get up for Missouri. I think they win that game. But then third week in a row, they're having to get up for somebody that they know is going to be a pushover. You know, they're slowly getting worn down each week. So that's why I'm kind of thinking Tennessee week four of this leg. They're just kind of beating up and it's on the road. They could also win all these games and – when it's if you told me they went four now, I wouldn't blink an eye either. So yeah. But we'll see. You know, as an almost fan, obviously, and we're all going to be in Athens. I would love to see us beat them. That'd be freaking awesome. My one request is to be eight and one going in there, but that's for another week. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Ole Miss, last game, uh, I'm going with Vandy to cover. I, I just, think so too. I took that as well. It's that's why Vegas is good at their job because it's right exactly the I'd have it at twenty four. Yep. The only reason I'm saying that is because I had Georgia minus twenty eight or whatever against Fandy, and they did not cover. And historically, we are not that. We are not that Georgia test. Chris Lee is a great coach for for the situation he's dealt with. Like they play hard for him. So it's a sandwich spot for Ole Miss, also. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Because I can uh, tell you, do y'all know it. anyone that needs tickets for this weekend? Because I'm not coming to Oxford. Actually, someone in our email thread, yeah, was looking for uh, tickets. I thought two tickets for A and M is what they said. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, if anyone's listening wants tickets to the Ole Miss game, let me know. Lock of the week. I'll start. You guys um, well, I think real quick. I think I think Vanderbilt probably covers that also. Um, but if you told me it's, I don't know, forty-five to fourteen, Ole Miss, I wouldn't be shocked. I love the under. I love the under in the Ole Miss Vanderbilt game. Okay. It would be nice to finally blow somebody out for once. Yeah. Like Mercer. The I, another reason I think we may get up two touchdowns. Maybe three, and then we're going to pull Dart, Trey, Quinchon. Yeah. We're not going to be having our full offensive package with quarterback rush and everything. Mm-hmm. So. I, yeah. I, I like the under because that's a lot of points uh, when one team's probably going to do the majority of the scoring and the other's not. I mean, Ole Miss yep. won 41 to 17. That's the under. Yep. I will mm-hmm. say one thing, one last thing too. Our defense has played solid pretty much the whole year, especially each week it's gotten better. Like a lot of kudos to, Golden, like Pistol P, we're, the, we're the fourth best defense scoring defense in the SEC. Like, dang, behind Tennessee, Georgia, and I forgot the other one. Well, I would imagine Alabama, Alabama, yeah, Alabama. Mm-hmm. or uh, Auburn. No. no, Auburn's numbers took a massive hit after that LSU game, I'm pretty sure. And because oh, yeah. we, we we got over what 450, 500 yards on them too. Well, ours again, but I mean, points. I mean, we're talking about scoring defense. I mean, LSU, we took a hit against them. Yeah. Lock of the week. Yep. You go first. I'm hammering this, and I hate to because it really pains me because of how terrible we are, but. App State minus 17 at home against Southern Miss. That USM has looked so bad. They are um, awful on offense. That offense is atrocious. I think 17 is way too generous of a line on the road at App State. So here's the thing, too. If you're Southern Miss, I would I would hold on to Will Hall just a little bit longer because yeah. Hugh, Freeze, Hugh Freeze is going to come available in two years. So they can rehire. The Mustard Buzzards can rehire an alum. Well, here's the thing. I mean, like in all seriousness, I don't think Will Hall is a bad coach. He's not the problem. No. 
um, Southern Miss, and actually, which is kind of surprising with the year they're having, but Southern Miss is ranked second in Sunbelt recruiting right now for uh, class of 2024. So they have help on the way. Um, he's not the problem. Okay. My like lock of the week is UCLA minus 17. Got Colorado coming into town, coming off of a bye week. Um, you know, I didn't really bet on this because of the fact that I don't, you know, I think that UCLA is the better team. And I think that Colorado is still getting some, you know, bias based off of the brand and the name. And they're a good team. They've improved a ton from last year. I'm betting on this as a lock because of the differential and total bets to money placed is over 35%. And I like those odds and I like those numbers. And so that's some of the reason I'm taking UCLA minus 17. That's my lock. Should we each week do what you just did? We do a parlay with yep, our locks. Yep. So I want everyone to go and then we're going to talk about the parlay. But yes, um, absolutely. Mine. BYU plus 17 and a half against okay. Texas. Texas breaking in a new quarterback. Oh, I love that one. Also, Murphy, I believe, is who it's going to be. Okay. As much as our local fan base would love to see them play Arch. I think that's still a year away. Yeah. Um, oh, two years. Two, you think? Yeah, they're, they have another year of Ewers. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. He's not but, um, I thought Ewers was gone after this year, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't think he's old. No, he's old enough. He just might not go because of his draft card. <clears throat> That's true, too. But, okay, well, maybe two. But he's a redshirt sophomore, Addison. That's why. But he but he left high school a year early. Yep. You have to be three years removed. So He had to be 21 by a certain date. I don't think so. I think it's just three years removed. Okay. Regardless. BYU has been sneaky okay this year. Obviously, they went on the road, beat Arkansas. Um, Arkansas's quit. But, I mean, to the point that Arkansas played, Arkansas's not a bad team. Um, But, yeah, I think BYU keeps it interesting. I think Texas wins. I'm not predicting that. But 17 and a half is a big number. I agree. It's plus 18 on a sports book I'm looking at right now. And then Addison? Um, I like the under in state Auburn. Um, okay. I also like Oklahoma State minus seven and a half at home against Cincinnati. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State started to come on. They're it's trending in the right direction. Addison I like that one. Football team. Uh, I, do, I like Oklahoma State at home this weekend. Uh, Thomas, I wanted to push back a little bit on the UCLA one. Uh I don't know. That's a lot of points for a Colorado offense that can put up points in a hurry. Hey, I told you. I told you why I'm taking it. That's I know. A- I know. That, one just make, that one makes me nervous. But I like it. I like it. It just makes me a little nervous. That's totally fair. But in case you're wondering, if you were to parlay, yeah, 38% of the bets, 80% of the money is on UCLA, Addison. Really? That's why I took it, plus 42%. Yeah. Um, anyways, if you were to bet $100 on this parlay, you would win $1,228.36. So great odds, bet responsibly. I'm placing half a unit on it right now. Did you do all five of these? There's I four. Oh, I didn't add. You would add Oregon State or Oklahoma State? Uh, I guess that's up to you. I will. Who's Oklahoma State play again? They host Cincinnati. I'll add it. Minus seven and a half. Okay. If you were to bet $100, you would win $2,435.97. Oh, my goodness. But I'm just going to do half a unit. And submit. Oklahoma State minus seven and a half. All right. Okay. Let's see. What else do we have here? All right. Wrong team favored. 
I have Louisville. I said it earlier. Uh, I don't think Louisville should be favored against Duke. I really don't think Louisville's that good. Their body of work's not that impressive. Uh, they beat Notre Dame in a bad spot. I think they're getting a little overhyped from that. Vegas is feeding off that. Um, they didn't just beat them. I know. It was a bad spot for Notre Dame, though. If they play ten times, Notre Dame wins eight of those. Six. I agree to disagree. I agree to disagree. I don't think Louisville is is a top 25 team, honestly. But, I mean, I could be proven wrong, so we'll see. Mine, I believe Oregon State's wrongly favored against Arizona. Arizona has played like a completely different team with their sec- with their backup quarterback. It's going to be a tough spot for the Beavers. I think Arizona wins. Call me crazy. Wait, I will. Will, I'll, I'll almost hit Oregon State for my lock of the week. So mm-hmm. – how do we feel about Arizona State at home versus Washington State? Washington State will murder them. You think so? Okay. Yes. Arizona State plays defense a little bit. I think Arizona State's going to win, Will. You can eat shit. Okay. Well, Arizona State almost beat UCLA. I mean, USC. Should have beat USC. Almost Arizona beat. almost beat USC, not Arizona State. Yeah, Arizona give me State. give me Washington State yeah, money line. Give me that. That's what I want. I thought they played also already. That's my that's my upset. Arizona State almost beat Colorado. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Well, they almost beat Colorado. They almost beat Washington. They almost beat Cal. Dang, oh, ooh, Cal. The vaunted Cal Bears, the future ACC member. Oh man, Thank you. relax. Cal, the California Golden Bears are about to be a member of. Well, Bears. you said that Syracuse was going to get going to beat Florida State. So you're, you know, and guess what? Something Relative. crazier happened. Oh, Virginia yeah? beat North Carolina. Did so you sometimes, that? <laughs> sometimes throwing a blind dart will hit. Okay. Just like the Saints' offense. Mm. Too soon. Isn't it crazy that the Falcons are going to win the division? Mm. My hot take is that the Saints still won it, but it's going to be terrible. Well, you have on uh, black and gold blinders also. Saints uh, should have moved to San Antonio. Looks like we're in a lot of agreement on our favorite over-under, Auburn State. Yep. Y'all like that? And I also like Ole Miss Vanderbilt a lot. All right, my wrong team favorite is Georgia uh, Southern over Georgia State tomorrow. Digging deep. Hmm. Digging deep. Georgia Southern. Georgia six State. and one. I mean, Georgia Southern's good too. They're five and two, but Georgia State's legit. Like, you hate to see it. Will's just picking with his heart here. I don't have an. I don't have an. Uh, an upset. I, I have guess. two major upset upsets that will. Shake up everything. Mine's Kentucky over Tennessee. First, I already said mine. The for one of them, Kansas beats OU. Second, people just we didn't even talk about this game or even allude to it's there. The Big Ten West leaders, Wisconsin, are hosting Ohio State Saturday night. I think Luke Fickle knows a thing or two about Ohio State, don't you think? Wisconsin wins. Okay, sounds good. You snitch on Michigan, losses follow. Y'all, I got, I got, uh, I got to interrupt uh, this broadcast to bring y'all something funny I just read on Twitter. A Subaru company posted 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness starting $43,694. Quote tweeted by whoever big content guy is. Shout out to him. $43,694. Damn. No wonder Megan Rapinoe wanted equal pay. <laughs> but I... Is it as much as that fountain cost in Oxford? 
They good more. question. You're asking the right questions, Cole. Oh. All right. Anyone else have any upsets? No, get me the hell off the show. All right, Will, close us out. I'm done. I hate all of you.